0: Hello, my friends, and uh, I welcome to this new episode of the Daily Walk Heavenwards podcast. It has been quite some time uh, since we talked to each other, and I apologize, but I was having some technical problems, and uh, I think I solved them, but we shall see. Um, we are entering into the second week of Easter, uh, and we start with uh, the second Sunday of easter also known as divine mercy sunday and therefore let's open our hearts and our minds so that we can welcome the word of god as it is a way for god to speak to us directly so that we can be more and more transformed into his son let's bow our heads and pray god of everlasting mercy who in the very recurrence of the paschal feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own increase we pray the grace you have bestowed that all may grasp the right and rightly understand in what font they have been washed by whose spirit they have been reborn by whose blood they have been redeemed through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god forever and ever the lord be with you The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through disbelief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. We're going to try to use this one so that hopefully we can all hear it better. We are celebrating the second Sunday of Easter, and as far as the liturgy is concerned, we are still on that day. It takes eight days for us trying to figure out what happened in, on that day. And uh, we are seeing that uh, as a matter of fact uh, the readings for daily mass told us showed us that jesus spent time revealing himself to the disciples as reason and he manifested himself in so many ways and therefore it's only normal that we continue to look at these stories in which jesus showed up and the writers of the sacred text struggle and want to make sure that we understand that what they were experiencing was not an apparition you know somebody showing God like the, like mary and lourdes or fatima but it was physically present in their midst so we know the story for example that jesus um, prepares breakfast and feeds them right it, it, it was it, there was something physical that they were experiencing. And even in this story, we see that the writer is trying to make sure we understand that the presence of Jesus in our midst is not just something uh, spiritual, something, uh, you know, we feel warm and fuzzy just by remembering. It's a physical presence. Certainly, and that's where they struggle, physical with the resurrected body which seems to behave in a way that is very different than a physical body. Look how strongly the text tells us that Jesus showed up even though the doors were not closed, but locked. And yet he shows up. Not only that, but he even invites his disciples to look at the marks of the Passion and invites Thomas to put the finger into his wound. That's a resurrected body. And one thing that is noticeable is that the resurrected body does not take away the suffering of Good Friday. And we want to keep that in mind because when we talk about the resurrection, we experience that through the sufferings that we go through. It doesn't, the resurrection doesn't make Good Friday null and void. It's just telling us that God is with us not only when we suffer through the suffering, but he's leading us on the other side as well. And this is something we want to keep in mind, especially as we are feeling now the effects of the lockdowns, not only on our psyche, not only on our sense of relationships as a church. And the Pope is telling us the same. How can we be church only in a virtual way? It just doesn't make sense. But also we are seeing the suffering in the, the businesses, in the economics, and uh, you know, all these side effects of what it means to be at home, How, what it means to make sure that this virus is controlled. So by going through it, we can experience the resurrection. But we still have to deal with all these things, and Jesus is there helping us out. I also notice in the scriptures that we already are seeing the establishment of a pattern of worship. In the first reading, we hear that they, the, the disciples, the, the, the first community, gathered every day for the breaking, for the teaching, and the breaking of the bread. There is a pattern of worship that is already establishing. The disciples in the story of the gospel are gathered on the first day and after eight days they gather again. It's a Sunday to Sunday. It's already creating, the the resurrection has created a pattern of worship which we have been following since that day. But what do we see? Even though we experience the presence of God everywhere we go, the gospel tells us that the place where the resurrection can be experienced in a unique way, it's when we gather, allowing Jesus to be in our midst. Since the very beginning, since day one, the first Christians never missed a gathering, even when it was dangerous for them to gather. They used to say, we go, we place ourselves at risk because if they were Found, they were arrested and killed because, quote, we cannot live without Sunday. Because this practice allows us to understand who we are. You see, not only we gather on a Sunday to celebrate the sacrament, but we are, sac- we are pre- uh, celebrating also and especially what this assembly does to us. As we dedicate ourselves, as the, the first reading reminds us, to the life of a Christian, being grounded in the teaching, in prayer, and in worship, we do something here that it can only be done when we are together. We become more and more whom we are supposed to be the body of Christ. And it is here. The assembly that we understand what we we need each other in order to be faithful what do i mean by that when we are called together the liturgy tells us that when we become the body of christ when we become aware that we are the body of christ and we celebrate this reality the presence of jesus helps us to snap out of that concept that the world wants us to believe that it's all about us that it's all about what we believe. What, and we have to fight against each other. Egocentrism is fought here. Because we become aware that we are bigger than ourselves. We become aware that we can only be a body if I each understand that we are a part. So we realize we are a part and we realize we are a body. And therefore, the... Original sin is fought, faced, confronted, dealt with here when we are together as with Christ in our midst. It is here that the genuineness of our faith is tested. It is here that we become genuine. You know, by myself, I'm the greatest Christian Christian ever. I'm a, the holiest of all people. It's when I open the door... And I face the world that I start getting into trouble because now I have to put that into practice. By myself, I'm awesome. And that's here, when we look at each other and help each other, that my faith has to become more genuine, has to become more real. And so is yours, is yours, all of ours. You see the function that the body has. And that can be done because Jesus is inviting us. And he's inviting us, each one of us is says. Treat me for who I am. I am alive. I'm real, and you are part of me as I am part of you. How can we celebrate the resurrection when, when we are there, we continue to think we have to fight, we have to do everything by ourselves. Or by what the world wants us to believe. It is an opportunity to renew ourselves from within and reclaiming the beauty of what God has given us by making us His children. Now, it is right here that faith, as I said, becomes genuine because it is here that we love each other as God loved us. And how has He loved us? Today is also Mercy Sunday. And mercy is a quality that God has, that God is. And mercy is not a relaxation of justice, but it allows the person who has been wronged to go through justice, not around it, but through it, and treat the other how he deserves to be treated, as beloved. Because God has been merciful to us, and because we are body of Christ, how are we supposed to love each other? Mercifully. And it will be a great moment for us today to make a pact with each other, you with me, and all together, a pact of mercy, making sure that that love that God has for us becomes real as a way we treat each other. And every single day, we are going to make the pact and says, I'm going to make sure that I see all the people who upset me yesterday completely anew. Not because what they did doesn't count, but because I've been loved in a merciful way, and I wanna be like Jesus, loving in a merciful way. What do you think is gonna happen when we do that? Jesus will have a chance to come in our midst and say, peace be with you. And with that gift, the gift of mercy, the gift of peace, we continue to pray, being so thankful to God for what he's trying to accomplish. And he's telling us, no matter what you're going through, let that faith become more genuine and believe that you are my child I am with you and together we can make this as an opportunity to witness to all people that God has won the ultimate battle, even against death. And therefore, we have nothing to fear. And I wish you well. I hope that uh, I can talk to you. Very soon. In the meantime, know that I am praying for all of you and uh, I ask you to join me in praying for all the people who are working so hard to keep us safe and um, healthy uh, during this pandemic. God bless you and continue to experience God's mercy as the driving force of your journey heavenwards towards the Father. God bless you and I'll talk to you next Sunday.